Roach, Roach Coach. Podcast. Hot all day. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you, back for another episode of Roach Coach, creating this new metal canon one album at a time. This week, it's all about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? That's right. We're going to go over your feedback, your questions, your queries, new news, new, new news. and so much more. Yes, indeed. And um, I feel it's right, Matt, that we start things off with a segment called The Future of the Coach. The Future of That Coach. So anyone who listened to last week's episode will know. And then if you missed last week's episode, head back. It's a good one. The Jenny, our beloved co-host, co-creator of this podcast, has decided she's going to step away um, later this year. Step away from the mic. The fall of this year. The fall of this year. <laughs> she said, Lauren, I need, to, I need to step away from the show. Here's a long list of albums I want to do before this is I go. A, this is a long goodbye. This is a Midwest goodbye. A Minnesota True goodbye. Midwest. Yeah, she's hugging everybody in the room before she heads out that door. So I know a few people that I've talked to behind the scenes have asked, like, what does this mean for the format of the show? What does this mean for the future of the show? What I can tell you right now as we record this, Matt and I are still figuring it all out. Yeah. We're figuring out what that means, what it means. We, well, we talked to know, Jenny about... No, yeah, go ahead. I, I think one of the things that we we just want to say out loud is that to Lauren and I, Jenny is irreplaceable. And the show mm-hmm. will not be the same without her, period, full stop. Um, Lauren and I also have been doing these Who's Tweetings alone for probably about six months now. Feels like I six think months. So. So- Feels and like it, yeah. Feel, oh God, fucking, it feels like it, dude. Every fucking you know, minute, just every moment, I'm like, months. make this t- tweeting stop. Is someone tweeting? Fuck them. <laughs> and it's not about the tweeting; it's about you. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, and, and both of us are just like, well, we still have fun together, so there is something there. Because, you know, chemistry is a very important aspect of the show. And the chemistry that we have when Jenny is here is a special, you know, there's, I hate using like a marketing term, but it is a special sauce. It is a secret ingredient. It is our superpower. The Mm -hmm. three of us together goofing around and uh, being able to come up and do some of the most, uh, loosely drifting uh, accents and uh, impressions that you'll ever hear in your whole entire life. But it's what makes this show charming. But I I just wanted to make sure that I said that, like, no matter what happens, we know that it will be different, period. Like, there's no way around that. Uh, Jenny is irreplaceable. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, because I talked to her initially about, like, do we need to, you know, I was quite frank, you know, do we, should we stop the show or keep it going? Or is it okay if we keep it going? You know, she gave her blessing to keep it going. She gave some feedback on what she thinks would be important about a new co-host. And, you know, you know, and she still, she also said, you know, that there are certain albums that maybe down the line she'd love to come back for. And she certainly, and she did say that when, you know, when and if, you know, we do end the show. She does want to come back for that final lap, which, you know, Matt, you and I completely agreed, you know, because we already know what album we're going to do. And so we know she's got to come back for it. Absolutely. So, um, so, you know, but yeah, as far as, you know, what, what the show is after she departs in the fall, uh, we're still figuring that out. We've talked to a few people. Um, you know, I think, I think right now the idea is we'll probably have some guests on some guest hosts, guest co-hosts kind of work with us uh, we don't really want to mess with the format i uh i enjoy the format i feel like that's kind of what we do um you know there's a lot of a lot of other new metal podcasts out there that kind of have different variations on how they do it and they some of them just kind you know 
go through an entire era per episode and stuff like that. But I feel for us, just doing an album every other week, um, I think is is the the way to go for us. So we're just gonna have to see, you know, you know what what uh, person we can find and and that works well with us and you know sounds good. You know, it's it's you know we want it to still be an entertaining show for everybody to listen to, and we'd also hate for us to bring on somebody and everyone's like. Who the fuck is this? Right, we bring this? in cousin Oliver. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, hey, cousin Oliver. Oh, man, Poochie, you know. Right. You know, put Poochie back. You know, put him back in the missile. Shoot him back to his home planet. Where Poochie went home way. on the. Uh, Poochie went back to his home planet, and his spaceship blew up on the trip, and he was never seen <laughs> from again. <laughs> so, when are um, they going to get to the fireworks factory? Um, when? One of my favorite episodes. Uh, incredible i I love Uh, i love the idea of probably closing out 2022 with guests and mm -hmm. then maybe 2023 we will uh we will kind of have a maybe that's the search from october to december is our search for the new host we try you know we just try some people on they try us on they see if they're into it but no matter what lauren and i Fucking this right here. This this who's <laughs> tweeting action that you you've get, you've grown to love. Where the both I of mean, us look at yeah. each other and they're like, we only have fifteen minutes of show, easy. And then I'm like, no, I'm making a list for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm just like, yeah. let's let's dream about Max. Uh, oh yeah, I got imagine. I got some texts. I I got some texts where people are like. Wait, what the fuck is a mech? <laughs> so, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, did we never define what a mech is?" My bad. And then I sent some pics and, and some Wikipedia yeah, articles of Ultron that up. Uh, Gundam. Yeah. yeah. That, that honestly, that doesn't help. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah, but in any event, um, we are we are a hundred percent ready to keep this show going and maintain the high level of quality that you expect. And also, I have invested too much money in big thrifts on albums yeah. on the long list. I ain't stopping now, baby. You get you would have to stop buying, and we would have to keep going for another five years to burn out your big thrifts. Yeah, you're right. You're With right. an album and, every and other week? Every other week? Yeah, that's another five yeah. years of shows. Another Roach absolutely. Coach, the 2032. Here's to it. Let's go. <laughs> when this album came out we still had icebergs um <laughs> anyway <laughs> remember 1999 where like you could get food and palatable water uh, oh remember that what, what a oh, what man. a dream oh that was good <laughs> why anyway. did the world turn to woodstock 99 you know what and then we'll just be like we gotta tie this into the pod just gonna tie this into the pod um, so that's what's going on with the future of the coach. A little bit unknown, a little bit known, but definitely a whole lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what we got to talk about? We got to talk about straight up what this episode is called. Who's tweeting? Who's tweeting? We got a tweet from Justin, who goes by Justin Saliva. Oh, Twitter. my. He said, hey, guys, longtime listener. I know it's not new metal. But Everlast, Whitey Ford Sings the Blues is a rock-influenced rap record. I feel he influenced more rappers to add rock to art, to their art. Love the show. Do more head PE albums. Their new record, Class of 2020, is great. Lauren, did you have a take on Class of 2020? My take on it is that I... Wait, Class of 2020. Did I listen to that one? They put out... Head PE have put out... They've been I prolific like lately, it seems. Incredibly proli- prolific. I don't know if I listened to... is. This is a stupid question because I already know the answer. That's the one with the skeleton with the diploma, right? Yeah, I would believe so. <laughs> yes. I uh, I have listened to that. Um, I gave it one listen in my car. I thought it was just okay. <laughs> is didn't... that the one with the skeleton sitting at a, in a school classroom? Is that the one where a skeleton is uh, at a chalkboard? <laughs> is it? 
I mean, listen, it clearly is influenced by the long, um, the long history of metal album covers of skeletons in unusual locations doing funny things. You know, I feel like that's a lot of Iron Maiden album covers. True. Um, there's just, you know, I mean, it's even, um, you know, a, a descendant of all those Megadeth covers that used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, peace you sells buying. You see a skeleton, axes over his eyes, mortarboard, robe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, you know what? For once, these skeletons aren't being spooky. They're doing what they need to do, and they're improving themselves. And also, you know? come loud in. Ah! Yeah, gotta come loud. Uh, you know, and you know what the other thing, though, is that think about being in that class with the skeleton. Okay. That's got to be, it's got to be a little demoralizing because if you're there and you're like, I'm going to sleep in today. Oh, I'm not going to go today. Oh, I'm going to half-ass this assignment. But meanwhile, this skeleton is doing better than you. Right. You're getting bodied by a skeleton. Getting bodied by a skeleton? That's got to feel weird. It reminds me, I remember... And this is so when I was in, I want to say like seventh grade, sixth grade, I took some test and they were like, oh, you should now take this other test because you're actually like smarter or something like that. And so I didn't know the whole context of everything, but I just remember my dad driving me to some other school, like far from my own school on a Saturday and saying, you're going to take a test here. And I was like, okay. But I don't remember any of the details of why I had to take this test, what, the, what this test was going to do for me. I can tell you right now, as I host this new metal podcast, it didn't do shit for me. <laughs> and, get, except get uh, my hopes up. But I remember walking into the room, and the proctor of the exam was an old dude who like had that real, like I've, I've seen it all, tone to him. And everyone else in the room was easily like 11th or 12th graders. They were older wow. than me. And I remember the the guy saying, "Well, this guy, something must be going on with him." Like as if I was some some you know fucking prodigy or something, which I was not, and I am not. And I remember just to put this weird like sort of. I remember him making that comment, and I remember thinking like, "I am not a genius, everybody. Like I don't even really want to be here. It's Saturday. I'd really like to be at home." And I just imagine that that's maybe that's the same thought process going through the head of the skeleton. I'm just a skeleton just trying just, just to trying. get a leg up, a bony leg up. Ooh, just a Can I get a femur up? Can I? Can I? I've got no muscles. I'm actually blind. I have no eyeballs. Just need to get a radial. Just something. Hip flex. Anyway, I don't even know if I've answered the question here. Yeah, I did listen to Whitey the new Ford head PE record. Whitey Ford sings the blues. Um, you're correct. It's not new metal. Matt, you did, didn't you? Do yeah, a I did. Uh, I did a uh, Scribbles podcast, um, Psychohead Blowout, and um, we we did Whitey Ford sings the blues. So I I talked at length about it. Uh, it was kind of big shock uh, first listen for me uh, before that show. I mean, I'd I'd heard of course the singles. Because you could not escape the singles for that. Um, I really enjoyed the record. I, th- I thought it was very good. Everlast is um, very uh, story-driven in his rhymes. I, it's not very new, but I know what you're saying. Like, it is... It's too late to be a papa. But he's right. casting a lot of seeds that other people germinated. Right. Wow. I didn't mean to do that, but it is what I did. You did it. You did it. I landed I it. I landed that analogy. Oh, it 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 it, it stuck landed. Stuck it. Fucking stuck it, bro. Did it. He fucking did it. I have been Don't doubt this man. Lauren knows. I have been the sickest I've been in like fifteen years rolling out of that. Rolling out of that. Didn't have COVID. But had every symptom of it. Lost my sense of taste and smell. Um, bronchial spasms that uh, would take me into 10 to 15 minute coughing jags where I was gasping for air. 
um, complete lethargy, hard to have any energy, couldn't sleep though because I was coughing so hard. So let me just tell you, I'm fucking stoked to be talking about who's tweeting. And just think during all that, I'm also texting you like, are you well enough to talk about corn unplugged? Right. Are you or willing? Are you still, I'm like, I fucking cannot. <laughs> I am no, dying. That was, that was, we were supposed to, yeah, a peek behind the curtain. We were supposed to do the corn unplugged episode all together in the same room. And Matt, you you popped in the chat and said, uh, guys, I am. Uh, I might be dead, so I can't do corn yeah, unplugged. I am. But I'll keep you posted if I don't die. I'm a bag of and bones we right now. I'm about to get a diploma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh yeah so um long way around justin saliva to let you know that i'm mixed on the new head pe and i don't know if i don't know it definitely sounds like a papa maybe down the line maybe down the line maybe do another forefathers month Hmm. you know haven't done one of those in like four years so matt we got to talk about who's in those dms sliding up in uh well we got a dm from joanna um whose screen name I think I would get wrong, um, but C-I-E-T-R-Z-Z-E-W, and it is a tattoo. And so I I had not seen this meme until recently, but it's a meme where it's what every woman wants on Valentine's Day, and it's Chino on a banquet table popping an ollie while holding some flowers and the pictures that she has uh, assigned here is of somebody's calf with that lined out as a tattoo it's unbelievable simply incredible it's it's unbelievable joanna included the message i did this tattoo yesterday i'm a roach rider for life i hope y'all like it like it i love it love it i love it I sent this over to Jenny as well. She was blown away. Joanna, you really did it. Keep us posted if, um, you know, of other new metal themed tats that you may Ooh, do in the near future. Tats. I, I mean, I want to know about them. I mean, because here's the thing. We know that people get the Slipknot symbol on them. I've seen that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely seen, you know... Um, over the years, the guys in corn like to share pics when people get the you know the corn logo tattooed on them. I've seen that, but I'm looking for like, are people taking it to the next level? Like, has anyone tattooed seven strings on their body? <laughs> Here's haven't seen that yet. Here's hoping. Has anyone decided to try to tattoo the riff to "Out of Style" by Limp Bizkit on their body? Oh, they haven't should. Seen that yet? They should try that. You know, has anyone tried, has anyone put the word bodies on their body? Be curious to see that. Just some of the things. Just some of the things. Maybe someone dropping plates. Plates being dropped. Love to see oh, that shit. tattoo. Yes. Just throwing that out there. These would be really good tattoo ideas. I uh, And I say this as someone who has no tattoos and uh, has no plans to ever get a tattoo. So this is great. I love it. And yeah, beautiful stuff. Thank you. Uh, Matt, we got a segment here. It's called "Who's Got a New Album?" Who does? We got uh, we got two announcements here of new albums. The first, you can't keep this man down. You cannot stop him. He's one of the most prolific people to ever hold a guitar. Max. His name is Max Cavalera, and he's announced a new Soulfly album. It is called Totem. It is the twelfth Soulfly record. I think we've done two maybe we've done three. three yeah we've done three we did we did uh we did the self-titled we did primitive and we did three album three we are just so. a quarter of the way through the catalog we're, we're, we're just we're just taking our time you know like you said matt <laughs> 2032 <laughs> we're we're on album six you know <laughs> and at that point max will have like four more so um yeah, so this record it was uh, it'll it's produced by Max alongside Arthur Risk, whose credits include Creator, Municipal Waste, and Code Orange, and has guest appearances from members of Eternal Champion, Power Trip, and Obituary. Oh man, this is what Max had to say about the album. Totem is a celebration of the spiritual nature. It was a two-year journey writing this with my son 
Zion. This album is all about the joy, the fun, and the anger in metal. I'm hyped. I can't wait. The last Soulfly record ripped. Most Soulfly records ripped. Yep, truth be told. You know, if you've read his book or listened to our episode where we talk about his book, according to Max, every Soulfly record is a triumph and it rips. And I've not heard all of them yet, but I can confirm that every one that I have heard is a triumph and it rips. So, uh, I mean, listen, think about, think about Matt, if you're a person making an album, making albums, and you look back over your discography and you realize that your first album had the song Bleed, and the second album had jumped to fuck up on it. Can I retire? Most people would. Max said, let me drop 10 more. <laughs> 10 more. And just think, that's just Soulfly. That's not counting Cavalera, a conspiracy. That's not counting all the other side projects. Unstoppable. 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 Now, this next one, Matt, this is... Now, when, Matt, you were, as you said, very sick. You were not doing well. Nope. Sure wasn't. I sent you this headline, and you texted me back, I'm cured. (laughs) I did. Yes. The headline is, Sully Ernest says, New Godsmack album is finished, and it may be their last. (laughs) Yep. Did, did did tell me your feelings what 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 was your feelings in your body when you were told that there's probably this is it for Godsmack albums I was happy for Godsmack to be able to call their shot mm-hmm. to be able to go out on their own two feet I guess go out standing go out swinging as a person who's not a fan I was also happy that there would be no more Godsmack records <laughs> If you may recall, there had been an interview with um, the drummer from Godsmack, and he basically said, you know, this record, we're just recording it whenever Sully throws the signal flare in the air. We're just following his lead. Which, to you and me, Matt, sounded like there was no new Godsmack record anywhere. Right. But according to this interview that Sully gave to Pat Lynch and Taco Bob at 101.1 WJRR, this record, done. 100% finished. It's come on out first quarter of 23. You're going to get, I guess I guess we're going to get a, maybe a single and near the end of this year. Second single is going to come out at the top, and then you're going to get full new God smack in 2023. Wow. And then he said, we're just going to hit it one more time hard and heavy, and I got to tell you, this might be the last one for us. It might be be the last record for us and then uh and then Sully went on to talk about uh when he got COVID over Christmas and it almost killed him and it sounds to me like it was a bit of a wake-up call for him so good for him glad he made it out of that a-okay so absolutely new Soulfly new and possibly last Godsmack wow lots of changes going on in the world all right Matt it's uh, it's one of your favorite segments. It's called "Who's Reviewing Us." Who's reviewing us? Oh, we gotta get to that blood pound. Blood pound. Sure, the blood pound. The blood pound. Blood pound. The bloodhound three pound pound. That's right, Matt. We got a review. It's from Melvin Sherman. He gave us five stars. Mm. He said, "Just do it." And then he said, "Now do the bloodhound gang." <laughs> that was it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Listen. We're ready to do the Bloodhound three pound pound. Jenny said that she will definitely come back. Oh yeah, you know if we did to do that. So don't worry about that. When we get those three hundred reviews on iTunes, um, yeah. So yeah, that's one more. Keep them coming, and uh, we'll do we'll do a whole Bloodhound Gang episode. Um, man, we're just we're just clicking, we're just clicking, Matt. Up next, it's who's emailing? Who's emailing? I'll tell you who. Timothy Henderson. John Henderson, if I know my things correctly. Um, it's an article of uh, Geezer Butler talking about Rick Rubin. And uh, Timothy says, I found this article very entertaining. My favorite is that Tony Iommi had said about Rubin. Uh, oh, it's what Tony Iommi said about Rick Rubin. 
Last year, Sabbath guitarist Tomi Iommi was asked by Spin if he learned anything from working with Ruben. He responded, yeah, I learned how to lie on the couch with a mic in my hand and say, next. It was just different the way he works. Cheers to you three. Ah. Ah. Let me tell you, the thing about working with Rick Rubin is you get the prestige of working with Rick Rubin. That is accompanies any album you do. But it also gets it also means that you get to then do the press tour either on that album or five years down the road where you get to talk about how he didn't do shit and you don't know why he was even there and you get to complain about it. That's just how it works. You got to have that part. You got to have that part. Every, every Rick Rubin as producer segment now goes, you know, you go to Shangri-La man and Rick's there and he's, it's just a vibe. It's just its own thing. And, you know, Rick knows what he's looking for. And he, yep. That, that's it. That's it. But then, that's like, it. I listened to the last Strokes record, and I'm like, he seems to have found it for the Strokes on that record. <laughs> well, I mean, I listened to something like, I mean, what he said to do on Yeezus for Kanye. Mm-hmm. He said, just cut this thing in half. This record's too long. Chop, chop, chop. And he was right. Because after that, Kanye was just bloating up. And now you got something like Donda, this behemoth too much monstrosity, which you don't need at all. Too much. That's the thing. It's not even that it's too much. You don't I mean just I don't, I don't think there's anything worth salvaging on that record. Anyway, Rick Rubin. You're getting clowned, but it's okay. Ryan Rizzo sent us an email. The subject, new metal equals is here, baby. He said, dear coach, motherfucking lords. Ooh, love that. I have stumbled upon some new new in 22. The band is called Sellouts, and they put out six singles, and each song is the absolute tits. Okay. Do yourself a favor and slap on the track sick. It's new as the day is long and heavy as fark. Okay. I hope you guys will come to Australia when the world isn't batshit crazy and do a live show in Melbourne. I'll be the dog in the front row activating the pit. Metal hand emoji. Uh, Thanks for the pod. You fucking sick cunts. Keep rocking the new and keeping it rolling, baby. Keep it rolling. Yeah, strike. P.S. Dry Kill Logic and Spine Shank need another crack at the cannon. Winky emoji. Thank you, Ryan. That's how you write an email. That is indeed how you write an email. Love to do a show in Melbourne. Don't know how many people would come, but I would love to do one. Oh, that is a lost leader. There's one thing I can tell you about that trip to Melbourne. None of us make money on it. (laughs) Oh, no. It's it's a total. it's, It's Listen. We leave in the red, and that's okay. And we come back uh, darker red. It's so much red. It's just a bloodbath. You but wanna, it's okay. You want to hear Sellout Sick? I want to hear it. All right. I found it. It's on YouTube. Let's do it. Two-word search. Okay. Sellouts. Sick. Here we go. Does it make you sick? Come on. That is what I'm talking about. Does it make you feel sick? I'm going to bury you six feet deep. This is this is what it's all about, Matt. This is what it's all about. I love this shit. I love it. Okay, they got six singles. Here's my... I got, I got only one bit of advice to tell them. Get four more. Put it on an album. Call it 
sellouts, self-titled, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Just get four more of those. And if you wrote that, I know you got it in you. Incredible. I loved it. You were right. That was new as the day is long and uh, heavy as Fark. Absolutely. Ryan Rizzo, you did it again. Thank you so much. All right. Let's do it. Philip Leiter writes in with Iranian new new. Holy shit. Hey, guys. Sorry in advance for the long email. Don't you worry about it. All I'm going to do is mispronounce and screw it up while I read it. But you took the time to write it. And that's all that matters. That's right. I can't remember if you guys talked about these guys, but I discovered the band Confess from Iran. I I know that we've had bands from India. I know that we've had bands from probably the Middle East in general, but I don't think we've heard Confess. I don't think we have. No, it doesn't ring a bell. I don't know why I mentioned India. Uh, no, no, no. You're right. No, because we did have uh, Bloodywood is okay. from India. A few of their major influences are listed as Slipknot, Devil Driver, and Chimera. They've released three albums to date. Holy shit. The first one is very respectful of our time, but to be honest, not great. It's not very well produced, and the songwriting's not really there. The last three tracks consist of two covers. Nothing more new metal than a cover. We know that. That's right. And an Mm -hmm. outro that doesn't really add anything. The second record is a big improvement, but it's extremely long in an hour and 12 minutes. Yeah, that's edit, edit, edit. It's good, but by the end, you're ready for it to be over. Their third record, Revenge at All Costs, released back in January, is why I'm writing this. It's their first release since getting arrested in Iran for singing songs about anti-religion and anti-government. It comes in at 50 minutes, so it's not terribly disrespectful of our time, and it flies by. I recommend listening to this last song on the record, I Speak Hate. Uh, Listen from the beginning, where you can definitely hear the Slipknot influence, and then fast forward to 332, where you can get a nice build-up into a 1-2, fuck you. Uh, thank you for keeping. Thank you for your time. Your podcast is still the one I look forward to hearing the most every week. Keep it rolling, baby, Philip Leiter. Thank you. We got to do this, right? We got to do this. Absolutely. Okay. So, guide, lead me, guide me here. It's the band's okay. name is Confess. The band's name is Confess. The third record is called Revenge at All Costs. All right. Yeah. The song is I Speak Hate. And we want to hear the beginning, and after we get that, then we want to jump to 3.32 for a 1-2 fuck you. Here we go. Okay. All right. I'm 332. Yeah. Here we go.
activate that pit if it isn't activated already. Oh, wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. Those guys are great. They're great. They're doing a great job. Um, I loved it. That was fantastic. Philip, you did it again. You did it again. Um, those guys are ripping it up. That's the last song in the album? Holy God. Hey, going out. Oof. High note. Going out. Going out real hot. Um, thank you so much for all those wonderful emails. Keep on sending us those emails. Roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Matt, we did an episode. We sure did. All about Skindred. Yeah. And that episode, rife with controversy because you and I and Jenny did not know where Wales was located. Oh, and very embarrassing. right now, still kind of don't know where it is, but that's okay. West coast right? of England. West coast of England. Yep. Okay. All righty. So we got some feedback on that app. From it's the island people off from- the west coast of England. Wait, wait, what, Matt? No, stop. Wait, wait. No, no, no. Wait. No, we're not getting into this. We got to get into this feedback from people who live there. <laughs> uh, Gareth Davies said, glad you finally got around to this one. It rips from go to woe. Love the geography lessons. Makes sense that these boys are Welsh. It's the only place in the UK that has beaches that aren't just rocks, mud, and filth. And then David Brown said, you don't get that stubborn resilience by laying a towel down on soft sand, mate. All right. Sounds like these guys know what they're talking about. You know, um, then you look at a map and you see that it's not an island. And I was right. Just might say West Coast. (laughs) It's not an island. Okay. (laughs) I will never. Uh, I will. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, UK. I, I, I will learn one day. Uh, our school systems had failed us. <laughs> Jack Price comes in with, hey, looks like you actually covered an album that's from my country. Nice one. Love Skindred and been a fan of this album for a while. Great to see you covered it on the show. It's funny you say that it gives you a big beach party vibe because one of the things that Skindred is fairly famous for around the UK scene is being one of the best live acts around. They're always playing at festivals, outdoor events, etc. Massive party energy at the shows. Watch any live video, you'll see what I mean. Also, side note, had a nice laugh at you guys trying to figure out where Wales is in the UK. Ha ha ha, don't worry about it. We're used to being overshadowed in the media by our more famous neighboring brethren. Thank you, Jack, for all that. And you know what? Wales, you're great. Love you. Don't know where you are, but love you. Can't Luke Demar said, "But we love you. We love you. We love you." If I ever find myself in 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 Wales, I will say, "How did I get here? How did this happen?" Because I don't know. Uh, Luke Demar said, "So glad you guys dug this record. I know you're not a fan of reggae mixed with rock. Still sad. You all can't show 311 any love, haha. But this album is deaf, very new, but in a very eclectic and interesting way. It deserves to be in the canon. Great episode." Thank you, Luke. Thank you. Uh, David Brown writes in, I have the album with the original track listing, and it's one of my favorite new albums. It's a shame they left together and kiss and make up off the re-release, as they're probably my favorite Skindred tracks ever. The former bringing more uplifting love, party vibes, and the latter being a real slow burner with arguably Benji's most ferocious vocal performance. Its tempo may have been the reason for that, though, and I suppose pressure fills the party role well enough. They're both on YouTube if you fancy a listen. Great episode. Enjoyed your enthusiasm for it. I love it to bits. Oh, and I'm Welsh on my mom's side of the family. Beautiful country with wonderful people. Once you've found out where it is, you should visit. (laughs) It's our one... That's That's our Achilles heel for travel is that we don't know where things are. We go to the airport and we go, we would like to go somewhere. And they go, where? And we're like, you tell me. Just put me on a plane and fly me in a direction. We can say Wales out loud, but find it on a map. Well, Melbourne, Australia. Sure. Where is that? Lauren? Uh Uh, You're putting me on the spot here, Matt. You put me on the spot about where Melbourne is in Australia. I'm going to say, is it the one with the opera house? That's Sydney. 
no, then that's not it. I don't know where Melbourne is. All right, moving on. It moving is, on. It is moving the city on. You know at the south of Australia. It is the south southeast, of southeast corner. All right, Australia and Ireland, correct? Correct. Well, a oh, large continent that is also an island, yes. Oh, thank God. Oh, all right. Uh, David Boone says, Skindred walked so the blood of heroes could run. And then he posted a YouTube link to a song by Blood of Heroes called Blinded. Should I? Dare I? Let's dare you. Let's dare. not as heavy as Skindred. It's but it's looking to speed, yeah, a little more moody. A little creepier than I was expecting. Uh, not bad. Certainly enjoyed it. Um, thank you, David. Uh, Conga Michaels writes in, Love Skindred. Their vibe is unfuckwithable. Fun story. I proposed to my ex-fiance at the Skindred gig. Thank you. God, it didn't work out with her. I'm now eight years happily married with my wife, my now wife, and can enjoy Skindred again. Ha ha! New metal beach vibes. Kanga, I'm glad that that worked out. Proposing at a Skindred gig can be fraught. So, I found out Deftones played Indianapolis recently, and someone proposed on stage in front of chino they got the chino blessing that's pretty good maybe it's gonna work out it's pretty good good. it's pretty good pretty good might work out might work out we'll have to see thank you kanga david shook said can we get more of lauren's moby dick reading corner in the future i'd like to know enough about that book to act like i've read it without ever actually having to read it oh that's a good one so i'm not done with it yet are you still reading it I am still reading it. I did not read it for a couple weeks because of life stuff, and um, also I was uh, I, I was reading some comics. Um, but I have been diving back in, and I'm around two fifteen, two twenty, somewhere in there. Oh wow! Um, they're on the boat. Um, Ahab, this guy's trouble. Okay, he's. On the one hand, a lot of people in the boat think he's a good captain because he's so intense. But Ishmael, our narrator, is like, hey, guys, this guy's insane. His vendetta against this whale, it might kill all of us. But they're all just like, I don't know, his passion. I love his passion. I want to follow the passion. And so right now he's he's a little worried because, yeah, Ahab's just like, I need to kill this whale and everyone's and and everyone's like let's do it but he's like you guys i mean we could we could die and then all for what for him why for him it's a valid point makes me also think about stuff going on today right now it's an evergreen text matt it's an evergreen text evergreen um yeah, my hope is um to be done let's see will i finish moby dick before jenny leaves the show 
Ooh, good question. <laughs> There's a good question. Um, but uh, thank you, David. Uh, more Moby Dick updates as the year progresses. Brianna Wolf comes with the way Lauren talked about bruises is how I feel every time he does any weed talk. Skindred rips. I saw them once at a festival and Benji wore elaborate sunglasses and switched on a new pair every couple of songs. And I was 100% here for it. Beautiful. What did you talk about bruises? I forget. Do you remember? Um, I think I loved it. I'm pretty sure I loved bruises. So I think she's just saying that, you know, I talked about bruises and she loves it when we do weed talk. Oh, do love that weed talk. Yeah. Love that weed talk. Listen, man. Have you had weed? Oh, dude. Mr. <laughs> 420 over here. All right. Senior Puff Puff Pass. I was walking down the street the other day and I saw a chimney just pumping out some exhaust. And I was like, if only. Oh, if but only. I was at, but I was at work. I was at work. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it's like when you're like me. You get jealous of a chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Stephen Bedford said, quote, Welsh is Scottish. Ah, bless you. Uh, Thank yep. you, Stephen. We can't, we will never be able to drink anywhere in the UK. No. Nope. 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 Uh, nope. Not at all. Mike Palladino says, you guys are the best, even though you have no idea where what, what Wales is. It's true. We don't know where it is. We kind of don't know what it is. We know it's out there. And uh, maybe one day we'll figure it out. Maybe one day. I hope so. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Matt, it's time to talk about Andrew Wolf's Roachamendations Part 2. A Roachamendation. Yeah, man. We are uh, running through this list. A lot we of hot wrecks. We love a list. We love a list. And this week, Matt... Who are we listening to? This week, um, we're listening to a band called Darknet and their song, Morally Flexible. Oh, boy. clarification this is about the fake world of fake people mm. who are willing to do whatever it takes for a little bit of that cash a little bit of that fame what it takes to become morally flexible oh there it is million dollar man Listen. said it everybody's got a price everybody's got a price and what Darknet is saying is, what's it worth? What's it worth, Instagram influencers? What's it worth to try to hawk these raps, to hawk these shakes, that all they're going to do is just make me shit my brains out? <laughs> That's what they all do. They're just like, here's a shake. And uh, it's gonna, it's, what it's going to do is it's going to empty out your bowels, and then you'll be healthier. And um, I'm going to save you guys a whole bunch of money. 
uh, right now. This is my this is my um, life hack. You ready, Matt? You might want to write this one down. All right. Okay. If you're ever sitting there, and this is a weird thing to, to need, but apparently there's a market for it. If you're ever sitting there and you're like, man, I would love the feeling of a detox, but I'd like to do it in like an evening, and I'd like to spend no more than four dollars okay you're like lauren what do you got to do all you have to do is buy one bag salad from kroger and eat the whole thing and then you will be cleansed (laughs) yeah that's how it works yeah that's how it works all right that's your detox right there all right buddy um, morally constipated <laughs> you will not be you will be morally flushed <laughs> oh, all pipes cleaned oh yeah you're gonna be all cleaned out uh andrew wolf i bet you that's what you thought when you sent us that one thank you so much for that recommendation uh darknet they rip they're doing the work and they're doing new, that new. work they're doing that work they're doing that work and uh we appreciate it thank you so much um, still more to come, a whole bunch of Roach recommendations to come. Um, I hope more of them deal with the shady world of influencers and poop. Here, Finally, Matt, here's open. we got a, we, we got a Patreon Ooh. and it's always good to shout out our new Patreon patrons. And we have a new one this week. It's no offense. Oh, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Noah. If you would like to be thanked in an awkward way on a Who's Tweeting episode, become a patron over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash roachcoachpodcast. Become a patron. And that does bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello to us online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Send an email. Head on over to the Patreon. Shoot us a DM. Slide into those DMs. Slide Say up in. hello. If you're getting a tattoo of Chino, if someone's giving you a tattoo of Chino, we if you've seen it. a tattoo of Chino, let us know. Shoot them over to us. We want to see them. Joanna, you're doing great work once again. And uh, until next time, Matt, thank you. Oh, Lauren, thank you. Jenny, thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.